Welcome to the Resources for Integrated Care webinar, Assessing Organizational Ability to Support Client Self-Management. This podcast is excerpted from a webinar presented live on July 19, 2017. The webinar is presented by the Lewin Group in collaboration with the SAMHSA-HRSA Center for, or- for Integrated Health Solutions and is supported through the Medicare-Medicaid Coordination Office at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. MMCO is dedicated to ensuring beneficiaries enrolled in Medicare and Medicaid have access to seamless, high-quality health care that includes the full range of covered services in both programs. To support providers in their efforts to deliver more integrated, coordinated care, MMCO is developing technical assistance and actionable tools based on successful innovations in care models. To learn more about current efforts and resources, please visit our website or follow us on Twitter for more details. Our Twitter handle is at integrate underscore care. In this podcast, Kristen Davis, Director of Evaluation at Thresholds Behavioral Healthcare, discusses how her organization uses the SMS OAT to assess organizational capacity for self-management support. Before I talk about our process of using the tool and our outcomes, I'll briefly introduce Thresholds and provide the context in which we first use the tool. Thresholds is a large mental health and substance use agency in Chicago and seven counties in Illinois, providing ongoing comprehensive supports to 5,000 consumers or members, which is what we call the folks who receive services from us a year. Now, we touch via our mobile assessment units and our crisis intervention teams another 10,000 a year, but we see on a regular basis 5,000. We provide this regular support via 120 clinical teams and via our three integrated healthcare FQHC partners. Thresholds teams are comprised of social workers, psychiatric rehabilitation staff, peer staff, supported employment and education staff, often uh, a nurse, an RN, and then a part-time psychiatrist. The support ranges from uh, traditional case management support to medication monitoring to supported housing, supported education and employment, to peer support, and of course, uh, illness self-management support. Thresholds used uh, thus far the SMS OAT tool as preparatory to a pilot initiative designed to reduce unplanned inpatient use by a small group of our consumers who have the most complex social and health needs. The pilot involves stratifying our consumers on just four of our teams based on their past ER and hospital use. We identified our highest users, which was about 5% of those consumers. And then we provided our pilot teams with relevant clinical and social determinant data in the form of an interactive dashboard targeting this high-risk group. Now, because Thresholds is so large, we wanted to start the initiative on a small scale and determine how useful the interactive dashboard report was in driving care, as well as what clinical practices made the most difference in helping members reduce unplanned use of inpatient services. So today, what I'd like to do is just provide a brief description of the role that the tool played in this pilot and what we learned from using it. Uh, Next slide, please. Okay, our process. Before we asked the four teams to work with our high-need or their high-need members, consumers differently and reallocate resources, we assessed the team's illness management 
uh, or illness self-management support capacity, as we knew this type of activity would be a key component to reducing unplanned inpatient use. Excessive reliance on inpatient services is really a good proxy for uh, members or consumers who are not managing their illnesses as well as they could. So after having introduced the project to the teams, we sent the tool to the four team leaders, to the quality of staff who is dedicated to those teams, to the program directors over the teams, and then one last higher up person, the vice president who oversaw the programs for those teams. Each of these staff scored the tool on their own, an evaluation staff then met with this group in person a couple of weeks later, and we uh, facilitated the comparing of scores and identifying areas of shared understanding and disagreement. And it provided an opportunity for people to ask questions of each other, of course, and, and to discuss in a little bit more detail some of the items on the tool. Based on the results from this meeting, we drew up a provisional plan to prepare for the pilot. Now, it's important to say we ended up using the tool not only to assess our capacity to do illness management support, but also really to structure a conversation about what illness self-management support looks like from the perspective of those staff on the ground, given their unique workflow and what their needs and barriers are. Next slide, please. So what did we learn about our capacity? What did the tool tell us? Well, a few things. Uh, overall, I think the project team scored themselves highly on the first subscale uh, of the self-management support foundation, activating clients to engage in self-management, which, as Alexa mentioned, includes items like uh, do staff communicate with clients in ways that promote dignity and respect, and are consumers involved in care planning, et cetera. Staff assessed capacity less favorably on a few items on the second uh, self-management foundation subscale, supporting self-management with care teams. In particular, visit preparation and follow-up on self-management support visits were identified as areas for improvement. The group agreed on a change to workflow as a result, and really, in some ways, this change to workflow is a first step. I think we're going to do some more process, anal process analysis to see what else we might do. But initially, what the teams have done is set aside time in a weekly strengths-based meeting to prepare for upcoming visits and share follow-up from previous visits for this group of high-need consumers. Um, it also just, this meeting allows for, I think, a clear definition of roles of who's going to do what and when. Next slide, please. Okay, in terms of uh, self-management and care planning, the project team realized during the scoring meeting that they could leverage our existing FQHC partnerships, partnerships which really are marked by good care coordination and data sharing. Staff used the interactive dashboard to identify any high-need consumer or member who wasn't linked to one of our integrated care partners and really just took advantage of what is a teachable moment by talking to consumers about the benefits of good care coordination with our partners, but also about the importance of regular primary care. So in short, staff encouraged our consumers who weren't linked to one of our FQHC partner, integrated care partners, to go to them for their primary care needs. Next slide, please. Uh, finally, 
And as for the second part of the tool, the monitoring self-management support and the interactive dashboard report itself, we realized that teams didn't feel comfortable entirely using the interactive dashboard report without some training and support. So we expanded the role of the quality improvement consultant to support the teams in using the dashboards, helping them identify care gaps, understand what we might do to fill them, um, and at the same time to collaborate with the teams to address any particularly difficult clinical issues. The QA, excuse me, QI staff also ensured a consistent focus on the self-management support practices. Uh, next slide. So that is just a quick shot of what the interactive dashboard looks like. Um, there's a pretty detailed um, description of the consumer in the box at the top, and I think the, what you're seeing now are some uh, data on yeah the uh, ER admissions and the hospital admissions broken out separately with a total on the far left. Uh, next slide, please. So what overall lessons uh, did we learn in using the tool? Well, one, let me just say that we will scale up. We're going to use the tool with uh, other teams as we begin to you know, use this kind of population health approach to identify and work differently with some of our folks who are uh, not managing their illness as well. But I would also say that the tool, um, and I think as I mentioned before, really is a great way to start a structured conversation about illness self-management support, as well as a formal means to assess organizational capacity. I think illness self-management support is just a key activity when you begin to think about what's going to make a difference in terms of value-based care. Uh, the SMS OAT also showed us that staff welcome support in being able to prioritize and that prioritization is uh, a little bit tricky with the day-to-day -day work uh, that they're involved in. 